0: the weakness of the killer ape theory of human origins becomes clear in light of what's now known about bonobo behavior still the makes a good case that even without the data that became available in the 1970s the many flaws in the chimp fortified Hobbesian view Eventually would have emerged he calls attention to the fact that the theory confuses predation with aggression, assumes that tools originated as weapons, and depicts women as quote, "passive objects of male competition. Unquote. He calls for a new scenario that acknowledges and explains the virtual absence of organized warfare among today's human, foragers, their egalitarian tendencies, and generosity with information and resources across groups. By projecting recent post-agricultural preoccupations, with female fidelity into our vision of prehistory. Many theorists have Flintstonized their way right into a cul-de-sac. Modern man's seemingly instinctive impulse to control women's sexuality is not an intrinsic feature of human nature. It is a response to specific, historical, socio-economic conditions. Conditions very different from those in which our species evolved. This is key to understanding sexuality in the modern world. De Waal is correct that this hierarchical, aggressive, and territorial behavior is of recent origin for our species. It is, as we'll see, an adaptation to the social world that arose with agriculture. From our perspective on the far bank, Helen Fisher, France De Waal, and a few others seem to have ventured out into the bridge that crosses over the rushing stream of unfounded assumptions about human sexuality, but there did they dare not cross it. their positions seem to us to be compromises that strain against the most parsimonious interpretation of data they know as well as anyone. Confronted with the unignorable fact that human beings sure don't act like a monogamous species, they make excuses for our quote-unquote aberrant yet perplexingly consistent behavior. Fisher explains the phenomenon of Worldwide marital breakdown by arguing that the pair bond evolved to last only until the infant grows to a child who can keep up with the foraging band without fatherly assist assistance. For his part, De Waal still argues that the nuclear family is quote unquote, intrinsically human. And pair bond is, quote, the key to the incredible level of cooperation that marks our species, unquote. But he then suggestively concludes that our success as a species is intimately tied to the abandonment of the bonobo lifestyle and to a tighter control over sexual expressions, unquote. Abandonment. Since it's impossible to abandon what one never had, De Waal would presumably argue or agree that hominid sexuality was, at some point, profoundly similar to that of the relaxed, promiscuous bonobo, although he never says so explicitly, nor has he ventured to say when or why, our ancestors abandoned that way of being. Table two, comparison of bonobo, chimp, and human sociosexual sexual behavior and infant development. Human and bonobo females copulate throughout menstrual cycle, as well as during lactation and pregnancy. Female chimps are sexually active only 25 to 40 percent of their cycle. Human and bonobo infants develop much more slowly than chimpanzees, beginning play with others at about 1.5 years, much later than chimps. Like humans, Female bonobos return to the group immediately after giving birth and copulate within months. They exhibit little fear of infanticide, which has never been observed in bonobos, captive or free living. Bonobos and humans enjoy many different copulatory positions, with ventral to ventral, missionary position, appearing to be preferred by bonobo females and rear entry by males while chimps prefer rear entry almost exclusively bonobos and humans often gaze into each other's eyes when copulating and kiss each other deeply chimps do neither The vulva is located between the legs and oriented toward the front of the body in humans and bonobos, rather than oriented toward the rear as in chimps and other primates. Food sharing is highly associated with sexual activity in humans and bonobos, only moderately so in chimps. There is a high degree of variability in potential sexual combinations in humans and bonobos. Homosexual activity is common in both, but rare in chimps. Genital-to-genital, or G-to-G, rubbing between female bonobos appears to affirm female bonding. It's present in all bonobo populations studied, wild and captive, and is completely absent in chimpanzees. Human data on genital-genital rubbing are presently unavailable. While sexual activity in chimps and other primates appear to be primarily reproductive, bonobos and humans utilize sexuality for social purposes, tension reduction, bonding, conflict resolution, entertainment, etc.,